Hashem. I want to finish off the sugya of Makabapatish, which we've been spending now, Baruch Hashem, almost a week, to understand a little bit of what's going on. So I received an email from a fellow, I don't, I actually should have printed out the email. I was meant to print out the email to give the Olim exactly the words that he said. He was basically, he, he was enjoying the, the series on Makabapatish Cheski, and uh, he wanted to know the following. What is the din if you have a price tag on, you know, you can have on a pair of socks, for example, sometimes you have to rip them apart, on in a brand new suit or something, a brand new piece of clothing, you can have a price tag, a plastic piece that is stuck, you know, going through each side. Are you allowed to rip that apart? And he says to me like this, he said, if I remember correctly the email, I'm probably going to get an email later on today. He said, no, that's not what he said. You understood it wrong. But the way I understood it was, he was always told that it's Asa. So this, by the way, just as a Bederich Agav, a little bit of a Hagdama, people think the more halacha that you learn, the more things you cannot do. Like, oh no, if I go to halacha shit, I'm not going to be able to do so many things on Shabbos Kodesh. It's Nishtazoi, right? Somebody said to me one time, like, how do you manage on Shabbos? Like, how do you manage? Like, it's so difficult. So I don't know, I think I know Hiddish Hilcha Shabbos okay. I think I know it okay. I don't feel restricted. Fuck here. The more you know, the more you have the ability to do it. A guy comes over to me, he was married for years, says to me, right, you're not allowed to use an ice scooper, an ice cream scooper on Shabbos Kodesh. I said, huh? No, ice cream scooper. You can't like take ice cream scooper, make a nice, you know, ice cream scoop, give it to the kids. And I've this more. said, what? I was always told that it's Asa. You can't do such a thing. I don't know why. I don't know why I was told that way. It's not my fault that the Oynam sometimes learn that things were Asa. Oh, it can work for a cat also. I was, I was able to have a, have a colon in a Hasidish based medrash for a number of years. I sat next to a fellow. Stop. He wasn't part of the colon, but he was sitting there learning. And he was noticing that we were learning Hilcha Shabbos. So he says to me, had a good chap. He says to me, I add water into the chunt every single Shabbos, right? I water the chunt every Shabbos. So I'm like, okay, how do you do that? No, 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 I use filtered water. If you use filtered water, then it's okay. The guy's over on Bishul Da'araisa, can't even eat the food, it's Asa Bahana. And the guy thinks, if I use filtered water, you understand the Shaila, right? You can't take water on Shabbos that wasn't into, that wasn't on a flame, and put it onto another flame on Shabbos, but he thought it was filtered water, because in Etisrol, apparently you can't drink the regular water, you have to have filtered water or something, right? That's how it works. Kind of regular water, right? That's, is that a real thing? Yeah. Huh? Clippers? Ah, the clippers. Valdik. Is that a Shaila Boya, by the way, to use the filter on Shabbos? Is that Boya? It's a Shaila. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to the Shaila of the email. Yida, are you with me? You have a price tag on Shabbos. You want to take, take a pair of socks and rip it apart. Why should it be Asa? There's no reason it should be Asa. There's no problem with a pair of socks that when you, you know, dismantle them, makabapatish, you've made them usable. They were usable before. They were Gavaldiga socks. But just for the sake of packaging, for the sake of traveling, for the sake of storage, whatever it may be, of selling it, they put it together so that they don't get lost together. Moish, are you with me? Very important to remember. You're allowed to rip them apart. But remember, Eliodov, that once you do that, the actual piece of plastic is mukta, because it's got no usage anymore. So therefore, do it over the garbage can, right? Do it over the bin. Otherwise, you're going to have a problem of moving mukta on Shabbos. So a price tag would be mukta in that case. By the way, somebody once asked me if you have a brand new shirt that has pins in it, 
Right? Sometimes you have actual pins that are going through the shirt itself. Sometimes you have plastic pieces that are helping it together. It depends on the price of shirt that you're paying. Right? It all depends. So the shayzah, you're allowed to take out those pins on Shabbos Kodesh. So I don't want to go involved now if the pins are actually woven in the different pieces, because that could be a shayla of tira, paitseya, whatever. But al-kaponim, let's say they're just holding the folds together, keeping it compressed, either packaging the way they sell it. You are allowed to open up those pieces on Shabbos to allow yourself to use the shirt again, without the shayla of whether or not they're woven in the material. That could be a lot worse. But if it's just simply holding a piece, like the fold together, it's not attaching two things, then it could be okay to have a situation of opening up a shirt, with, the, with especially with the plastic pieces that are simply there just to give us a fetch. It just holds it in. It doesn't actually, um, it's, not a, it's not a pin or anything like that. Let's talk about watches, right? This Shabbos, there was a shayla, right? Okay. This sh- I think I said, I think I, I looked at the watch and I think I passed in the coordinate, but maybe, let's see, let's see if it was true. There was a shayla this Shabbos, somebody's watch stopped working. Right, that was the truth. That was the case, right? The watch not was before Shabbos. It stopped working or on Shabbos, or you only noticed on Shabbos before Shabbos. You had the watch on Shabbos. So what's the halacha with a watch? There's a bunch of different shaylas when it comes to watches. All shaylas are makim apatish. What is a shayla? Number one. Let's start number one. If you have a non-battery operated watch that works through winding, right? That you have on the side, you have a little pin. You wind it up every so often. That gives the koyach, that keeps it going for however long it is. It's no battery I'm here we're talking about. Talking about a wind-up watch, okay? So are you allowed to um, wind up a wind-up watch on Shabbos Kodesh? So the answer all the posts can bring down is that if it's stopped, meaning right now it's not working, Baruch Avram, then to wind it up on Shabbos would be a problem of what? Tik and mona, because right now it's a broken piece. It's no longer usable. And if it's not usable, to give it the kaya, to give it the energy, to give it the chiyas to start again, that's considered to be makabapatish in that case. As I pass, the mice of the chayod on the chazanish, the chazanish wants to tie its boy now also, but for a different sugya, but I'll put him a wind up watch if it's, if it's stopped working on Shabbos Kodesh, to wind it up on Shabbos Kodesh over there. Now what about a self-winding watch? What if you have a watch that you don't have to actually uh, touch anything, you don't have to wind anything up, but the mechanism, right, this is very, very common, that they have watches that the mechanism alone, just by moving the watch, every time you move your hand, that is, so to speak, winding it up, right? It gives the koyach to the watch to continue in such a case. So first of all, to wear such a watch on Shabbos is mutter. Again, people think that it's also, you can't wear it because I'm winding it up on Shabbos. The answer is no. If the watch is going, which it normally is, and you're putting it on on Shabbos, even on Shabbos Kodesh, as long as it's going, true that every time you move your hand, it's basically winding it up. Number one, it's going already. That's number one. Number two, the way that it's being wound up is derech shimushoi. How do you wear a watch? By putting your hand and moving normally. So I'm doing that. I'm not doing a pu'ula that is miyuchad specifically to wind it up as the case where I would wind it up with my hand on the side. Which is why Lamaisa, this is what Rafal told me and other poskim as well, Paskin, in the same way that you are allowed to wear a watch on Shabbos that's working even if it's winding up. The, uh, the obvious shaila, which is what happens if you have a two-day yontav, right? For example, or even a three-day yontav. So it depends. Some watches go for 24 hours. That means even if you leave them still, they'll go for 24 hours. Some of them will go even for 72, right? Maybe some 48 as well. There are different watches. So it really depends on the type of watch. But if it's going, 
there's no shayla that you're allowed to wear it. Even if, when you're putting it on for the first time, let's say on Yom Tov morning, you're putting it on, or on Shabbos morning, that's, you know, today Yom Tov, whatever, this, this year we've got Rosh Hashanah, Sukkot's coming up, so you're putting it on on Shabbos morning, you know at the time that you're putting it on, it is not going to last till the end of Yom Tov, but since it's working when I put it on, and my natural movement, I'm not doing anything specific, is causing it to go weiter, to continue to give it the kayak to go further, is okay. Right, even if my son, the moment that I put it on, hasn't got the kaya to do anything over there. What about setting the time on a watch? A very common shayla, especially when someone comes in from Chutzlaret, they're wherever they were, they were in America, they're in England, whatever, and they come in, they wear the watch like, oi vai, it's the wrong time, I forgot to set it before Shabbos for where I came from. So it's an hour earlier, just to make it easy, right? So I want to change it an hour. Am I allowed to change the time on such a watch or not? So the first thing we have to know is how to change the time. If the way of changing the time is by, sometimes it depends how, you, how it works, is by putting the, the, the little button up, which stops the mechanism, and then when you put it back in, you push it back in, it restarts it, that's obviously going to be also. That's a double poshet ad Stopping it from working and making it continue to work is an issa of makibapatish. Because you've made it into a broken watch that cannot be used. It's an unusable piece. Now by putting it, by slipping it back in, after I set the time, oh, now it works. The battery goes on. And the what? Very good. Beautiful. Now think about what that locha is by a fan that turns. Now, and therefore, if you have a button, it's not so posh. It depends which way, it depends who you ask. We'll talk about that, but that's really a shayla of Marbury and Kiboy, not really Makiba Patish. But al by opening the toggle, by opening it up, st- causing it to stop, and then pushing it back in to make it work. By the way, it's not so close. It's exactly the same thing, by the way. It's not, it's not. No, it makes it work. Right, but over here the mechanism stops, the battery stopped working. Of course. If you take out the toggle, ask a watchmaker. If you take out the toggle, you want to keep the battery for longer, you pull it out, until you need it next time for the next chasna or whatever it may be, push it back in, the battery lasts for longer. The battery is not going if there's no mechanism happening bakhlal. So when I've taken the toggle out, yeah, there's nothing happening. Right? Now, it could be there are some watches that work differently. Could be. I'm not going to say that, right? Because obviously there are, someone's going to, I'm going to get a whole email later on today. Oh, there's a watch this way, that way. It could be. I don't know. There's different watches that work in different ways. But in a normal mahala, normal regular poshet watch, when you pull it out, it's no longer working. You can keep it now for six months to a year, nothing will happen. Push it back in, now the time continues, which means that the battery is working. So to put, to take it, to do that way for sure is going to be a problem. What is the case where I don't need to do that? Right? There are some clocks, for example, I don't need to do that. I think I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, this clock over here, which was very nicely donated by a member sitting in the base medrash right now, that this wonderful clock, <clears throat> this wonderful clock over here, um, I think the way you turn it, right, you don't have to put anything out, you just go to the back and you turn it. Are you allowed to change the time on such a thing? So you could say, like the Das Torah and Marisham, the Zalman and others, they say, is that called Makibapatish? Lemaisa, when you have a clock or a watch, that's the wrong time. Is it a broken utensil? Not really. It's not a broken utensil. It's not the pshat that it's broken and now that I'm fixing it by changing the time. Pshat is that it works. It's just a bit annoying for me to figure out, okay, two, uh, two hours. Okay, but say that now it's five to ten. I figure it out. It's working. It just takes me longer to do. Why it's muta? It's simply because at the end of the day, I'm doing a tikkun, which is not really a tikkun. I'm using it in the regular way. How do you use a watch? By changing the time. They make the ability to change the time so easy because it's a normal thing to do. It's part of the shimush of a watch and a clock 
is to change the time. If that's the case, that's why Rabbi Shlomo Zalman said, Me'ika Haddin, it's muta to change the time in a watch or a clock as long as it's not causing the mechanism to stop or the battery to end, apart from the Kafachayim. Famously, the Kafachayim says what? Kafachayim says that the Minigirishalayim is not to do it. As I state in Kafachayim, that the Minigirishalayim is not to change the time, but according to most Gedolim, Rabbi Shleim Azalman and others, there is no problem, Lemaisa is in changing the time in a case like that, because again, it's working, and I'm not stopping the mechanism, and that's it. Rabbi said, one last shayde for Makibapatish, and that is the Zoy. Last Shabbos, Choshevobocha came over, I asked him, could he bring it today to share, and he told me he got it from someone else, who got it from someone else, and he couldn't bring it to me. But everybody knows what I'm talking about. He had a little car, and this car, you wind, you, you put it on the ground, and then you push it back, and then you let go. Right? You know what I'm talking about. And then, zhoo, it goes all the way. Okay? Hot wheels. Very good. That's how they work, right? He knows. Very good. Well, let's say, for example, you have a wind-up toy. For example, they have these chairs for babies, right? You put the baby inside, you wind it up a little bit, and then it swings slowly for a young kid. No, you ever, don't you ever saw that? In America, they're electric. Okay, fine. Let's say that. But when you don't have an electric one, they understand the, the concept, Moish, right? That you twist it, you turn it, and then he gives it koyach. You have wind-up toys. You have all sorts of things. Are you allowed to use those on Shabbos Kodesh? Or is that giving it the koyach? So straight away the Chazanish says, That's boyne. What's boyne? You're giving it the koyach. You're making it from dead to alive. As I state in Chazanish, Mimela, according to the Chazanish, to use such a thing, would the Vada be also. Zuk Reb Shreyme Zalman. Moyotik Listen to Reb Shreyme Zalman's lambdas. Ah, min chashreyme chaylekalat. Look it up. Beautiful. We said this svar before, it's all continuing again and again, the same svar Makabapatish. by the salt shaker, what do we say? whatever. If you have a salt shaker, that the lid, the top, the, 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 where the salt comes out from, it gets stuck, what happens? It's a broken cleat. I don't need it anymore, I cannot use it, I'm going to chuck it out. If I have such a car that I wind up, or I have such a baby chair, for example, that I wind up, if it doesn't stop, and it keeps on going, and going, and going, it's broken. If I can't, the whole mile of this, is that I'm able to, it stops, when I need it, then I twist it over, I, uh, you know, twist the car, whatever it is, or twist the, the handle on the crib, or on the t- swinger, whatever, maybe, that makes it work, so it's made to work that way, as long as there's no sparks, and you've got to be careful, because some of the cars, when you when you twist them back, when you let go, there could be these metal pieces, and there's sparks, all sorts of things, by the way, we have to worry about that, I don't know if the Odom even notices, in Eretz this is a big shaila, that I don't even know people even like, that says very clearly, that if you have, for example, a bomb door, right, you have a machsan, uh, a mamad, right? I don't know what I'm talking about. You've been to a house in Eretz where they have a bomb door, one of these thick doors, right? This is like the bomb door. It's like a thick handle. It's got a metal piece. Now, not only has it got a metal piece sticking out, that the mashkoif, right? The mashkoif, no, the, the, the doorpost, is also metal, right? So what happens when metal and metal? You have sparks. I don't know if the oil chat, the shy if we have to be not, but I know, I have no idea. But the question is, every time you open the handle, there could be there are sparks going off. I don't know, is that a Shiloh of Mavi? I have no idea about sight. That's the Sugi of Makkah Bapatish. Oh, yeah. Bez Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Rabbi Shalom, give us Seattle Shemite to know that Allah is the key, that Allah is a wonderful name.